1: Taking you behind the curtain, it's the Joan Hamburg Show. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm really happy today to have a wonderful actor whom you know as my guest. Steve, the one and only Gutenberg, is at the George Street Playhouse now, where the world premiere of tales from the Gutenberg Bible, which Steve wrote. He's starring in it. And it's a really, I I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's a fantastic production. It's laugh, it's everything, it's Steve's story. So you are really amazing. You always work, but you took a lot of time when your dad was really ill. And you and your sister, that was like a full-time job. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Joan, and thanks for those kind words about the play. Um, yeah, the, the last five, six years really devoted to my dad, who was on dialysis and had kidney failure, which is a really big deal. It is, and very big. So, Yeah, so it doesn't get a lot of press, but so many people have it. So uh, my sister Susan and I were uh, actually uh, – uh, we got commissioned as a dialysis technicians, which we were taking my dad. So go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no, I can't imagine that. How you guys could do that?
0: Yeah, we went to school for it. Your we kid. were taking my, our yeah, we were taking dad to the center for dialysis, which is very tough. You know, you're in a room with 20 people, and you're on these industrial machines, and you're waiting for technicians. Mm-hmm. So we were actually lucky to get chosen. My dad was a U.S. Army Ranger, and the Veterans Administration helped us, and we were able to get all the equipment, maybe 100 dollars or $200,000 worth of equipment, and we were able to set up a little mini hospital in our room and, uh, uh, in, in my dad's den, and we were able to have him just toddle out of the bed, and then we, we would cannulate him, which means uh, we get hooked up, mm. um, and... Uh, we hook him up with, uh, with, with all the ways to get the blood in and blood out. And we would uh, dialyze him every day for four hours, take a couple hours to get off it. And thank God we extended his life. So the last five, six years, I've really Given. put my career mostly on hold. And, uh, and it was to take care of my father. And, you know, there are 35 million caregivers in this world, 35 million. So
1: Hard to it's believe. wonderful. Yeah, uh, well it's, it's on a, you it's, it's wonderful cool. it's exhausting i my husband was very ill for a couple of years and oh. we went through that experience uh, of being caregivers and you know we, then you know it's a really a full-time emotionally challenged job and you're you're doing yeah. what you know you want to do and you have to do because That's what you have to do for people you love.
0: Joan, you hit it on the nail right on the head, and you know the pain of watching someone you love so much start to wither in front of you. That's right. You You lose them.
1: Like, what happens?
0: And you know what? Your eyes and my eyes and all the caregivers' eyes, we've seen things that other people have not seen, and they never go away. You know, those reflections on our corneas, never go away. And you are a wonderful person. Your family is wonderful to be able to be caregivers, to give that time and that emotional and have the knife in the heart. So I understand. And I I send you my love and a big hug because us caregivers, that's not an easy game. Not an easy game. Not
1: at all. But your dad, who always enjoyed your career and your humor and all the gifts that you had, it sounded like he was a little concerned. He wanted you to go back to the real world in many ways.
0: He did. Last April, he said to me, Stephen, you got to start working again. And I said, Dad, I I don't want to leave you. So what happened was eight years ago, I started writing this play about my family, about my career, and my love for both and uh and the pain that occurs when you leave home so early uh, to go on and to show business and I know your son is in show business so you understand yeah
1: now absolutely what, that,
0: what that's like so about 3 years ago uh we were we were chosen by the George Street Theater to uh put the play on but I couldn't leave my dad so my dad passed last July and uh And what happened was they called me in November, Julian Schlossberg and David Saint, two wonderful.
1: Yeah, Julian's um, an old friend.
0: Ah, so you know Julian. Very well.
1: In fact, he gave my kid, who's in show business, his first show biz job. Are you kidding me? No, Julian, Johnny always says to this day, he owes so much to Julian, who he was just a kid, John. And Julian yeah. knew that kid was hungry, and said, "Come on, come work with me, and I'm going to teach you everything I can." And he did. Oh, God, isn't it a small Julian world? Is,
0: yeah. Yes, that's a wonderful small world, and and I understand, and and you know, and you for a parent, for your, 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 you know you and your husband to let your son go into show business—that's a dangerous jungle. Believe to say, me. I'll, Oh, uh, yes, I know. We weren't all excited.
1: We said, what's wrong with being a dentist, a doctor, an accountant? I mean, pick one, anyone.
0: Anyone. (laughs) And uh, I understand. I understand. And Julian said, let's do the play. And uh, we started doing the play. And you know what's funny? The play is helping me with my grief about my
1: dad. Oh, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, every night on stage, I get to hug
1: right, Arnie too. Burton, who plays my dad. And, and feel and his presence. Photos. Yeah, and feel his presence. No, so it's, it's, it's great. But when you were a kid, I forgot how because I read it once. How did you get started? Cause I
0: started, I left home at 17 to go to Hollywood for two weeks to become an actor. and uh, Without contacts
1: or anything?
0: Well, what my, my parents' good friend from 10th Avenue in Brooklyn, Michael Bell, he was a, a well-known actor, and he did very, very well in voiceovers. Oh, so right. he was kind enough to put me up at his house for two weeks, and that two weeks became a year. And I wow. got commercials, and I got a few movies. But after a year, I, and my dad always wanted me to come back home and go to school, and after a year, the culture of the of the, of the film business got to me, uh, it was too cold for me. So I decided to leave and, and stop being an actor, go to Albany State University, get my degree, and, and start to be something else. How and then I got some more jobs and, and it started up again. But and you couldn't. I was very, go very, very fortunate. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, it's too, you know, when it starts up and you start getting jobs and you start making money and you get the excitement of show business, it's very hard. To leave it, it's a it's a drug. It's a very very addictive drug.
1: And you also yeah. got the actor's dream because you started getting a lot of sitcom work. And once you yeah. get that, and you become a regular, you know you can pay the rent.
0: That's it. When you start to pay the rent, make a living. I haven't been a waiter since I'm 19. Well, and which I is think great. As an, which is great as an artist. I look at my sneakers and my shoes and that's the rent and. You know, and and eating and food and a car and I bought it all on show business and I feel very fortunate and grateful every day. for what my parents gave me, they gave me the freedom and the strength to go follow my dream and I'm, I'm grateful every day to them.
1: Right, and your dreams started working when you were still yeah. very young.
0: Oh yeah, I was very fortunate. I I got about 15 commercials my first year and a teen movie and a, and then I, I went to Albany state and I got called by the director of the boys from Brazil starring Olivier James Mason and Gregory Peck. Oh and I went gosh. to Portugal and I got a great job there. <clears throat> and uh, from there I came back to New York. I packed up my bags at Albany state and I went back to LA and I started working more. I, I was very fortunate to work with guys like, uh, like Robert Evans and uh, Barry Levinson and Ron Howard and, and the people over at Warner Brothers and Disney. I've been very, very fortunate.
1: So where did Tales from the Gutenberg Bible come from?
0: It came from I wrote a memoir many years ago with all these funny stories of my Hollywood adventures, and then Julian Schlossberg read it, and he said, I think this is a play about eight ten years ago, and we started writing it. We had 300 pages, 300 pages.
1: That you wrote. You wrote with Julian? Yeah.
0: I I wrote it, and Julian uh, supervised it. And then Julian and David Saints, who's the artistic director of the New Brunswick, George Street Playhouse, edited it down to 68 pages. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we have a 90-minute play, which really rocks, it's sensitive and funny, and it's about ambition, innocence. It's moving, and uh, it really uh, it really fills the belly with uh, some great theater. So I hope people keep coming, and we're going to also be, not only are we in New Brunswick, but we're going to the Bay Street Theater in Sag Harbor yeah, in the month of August.
1: It's a wonderful theater, and if you haven't worked there before, you're really going to enjoy it.
0: Oh good. No, I've never been there. I'm Great really looking forward to it. And
1: good audiences, yeah. they welcome theater and they love it. So that's really exciting. Lots yeah. of things going on in your life.
0: Yeah, I'm very grateful every day. And you know it's a choice to have your attitude. You and I, I choose to have a positive optimistic attitude and see the sunny side of the street and keep walking over there. And even though inside sometimes I feel lousy, I don't want to act lousy. I want to enjoy. And since my father's passing, it sort of, it changed me. Now, my father would always say, enjoy yourself, Stephen. And I was never really able to enjoy myself. I always worried. I worried about jobs. I worried about this. I worried about that. Now I sort of enjoy things a lot more. I had a big, big change. Last year, I did a picture with, um, with Sybil Shepherd uh, for Lifetime. And I walked out of my trailer. And I stopped and I heard my dad say, Stephen, I know you want to know your lines and you want to know what to do and everything, but enjoy it. Enjoy it. You know,
1: that's a very hard lesson. You can teach people a lot of things, but it's really hard to teach people to let go and take pleasure from the moment.
0: Oh, the bitch. It's, and what a, what a what the sky opens up and the sun comes out like you never saw the sun before once you start to do it.
1: Right, and and you can accept yourself and say I can do this. I'm good at this.
0: Yes, you know someone said to me a long time ago, don't you know don't be so don't be humble. You're not that great. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be very you know I, I, you know I never told people. Now I say this play is great and I'm great in it and you should come see me. And we got great reviews, and come on and have a ball. I believe in this place. No more, hum- no more humble for me. I mean, I'm, I, I have a humbleness about a lot of things, but about my work and how good I am and how talented and skilled I am at this, by this point in my life, now I say, we're doing great. Let's have a good time.
1: Right. And once you can learn to have a good time, then it all comes together, which is something yeah. Which is something special. Where, you grew up on Long Island?
0: I did. I grew up in North Massapequa, the Plain Edge School District, and uh, I got there when I was seven years old and I left when I was 17. And my mom and dad gave my sisters, Judy and Susan and me, a wonderful life, a wonderful life.
1: And the sisters, are they actors, too, or no?
0: No, my two sisters are not actors. My one sister, Susan, was a teacher for many years, and now she uh, looks after my mom
1: Uh in
0: Arizona. And my sister, Judy, works for the Westfield, New Jersey School District. She's uh, one of the she's assistant to the assistant supervisor, uh, superintendent. And she's actually president of the uh, of the secretary and the workers union. So I have two wonderful. Hey, how great. Uh, couple of sisters. And yeah. what is Very it, grateful.
1: Steve? I'm talking to Steve Gutenberg, who you can see and hear his story and laugh and and get all the stuff you need to get through. It's at the George Street House Tales from the Gutenberg Bible. What does it take for an actor to hang on, to even break in? Because you didn't grow up in a theater family, grew up in Long Island. You know, I mean, a lot of kids want to be actors, but not easy.
0: I believe you have to have a great faith in something bigger than you, you have to have a reason to do it that is beyond you, whether you're doing it for your family, you're doing it for your future, you're doing it for people you love, you're doing it for God, that there's something bigger than you going on auditions and waiting and sitting by the phone and eating Tomatoes, ketchup, soup for for dinner because you don't have enough money yeah. to buy a meal. You have to believe in something bigger than you. And for me, it was my family and God. And I have a great belief in God. I'm I'm a very proud Jewish person, and I observe. And I believe that God is with me every day. I believe my ancestors who passed away I'm are there. with me every Watch day. And, and I do it with my for my family. And my friends and people I love to make their lives better and more exciting and and more comfortable. And I get a great, great deal of satisfaction from making other people happy. And that keeps me going. So when it's a quiet period where someone doesn't want me for their jobs or I feel a little low, I reach way deep inside and I talk to God and I talk to my grandparents, and I talk to now my dad, and I think about my wife and how I want to make her life happy, and it keeps me going. And you have to believe in something more than yourself. Believe in yourself, but you have to have something bigger that you know is taking care of you.
1: And Steve is doing it and has done it. Steve Gutenberg Tickets If you're coming yourself, your family with a group, call 732-246-7717 at the George Street Playhouse, Tales from the Gutenberg Bible. Thank you, my dear. All the best to you and your family. We'll talk again.
0: Thank you, Joan. And I wanted to tell you that Nancy Smith is a friend of my sister Susan, and she sends her love to you.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Look forward okay, to talking to you. All the best. Me
0: okay. too. All up to you. Thank Bye-bye. you. I'm
1: Joan Hamburg, and that's Steve Gutenberg. back where he belongs in the world of theater and entertainment. Stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to WABC Radio.